Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, last podcast was uploaded um, two days late because RSS decided to fuck up their coding and I had to step in and fix some stuff myself. So I'm going to have to, from now on, manually enter things into the computer um, and fix it on my end instead because they were absolutely no help. But you know, whatever. This, uh, this podcast is not going to be about me ranting about a late podcast. Who gives a shit? It's up. That's what matters. But we are still in the month of October. If you remember correctly, this month we are going to be talking about scary shit. That could range from serial killers to hauntings, anything of that nature. However, there is one topic that isn't really discussed too much in the horror community, which really should be, because in itself is one of the first things that we were taught to fear. If nothing is coming to mind, let me refresh you. We are going to be talking about some of the scariest drugs that are currently out there. Their effects. Um, but I won't be talking about where to get them because knowing you people, you're probably going to go out of your way to try it anyway. All right. It's funny that I'm talking about this now. Um, you guys remember the D.A.R.E. campaign in every school in America that was um, really active back in the 90s? Basically, D.A.R.E., um, D-A-R-E, something about D.A.R.E. to resist drugs or some shit. They failed. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, right? Before I even start with today's topic, the D.A.R.E. campaign was a massive failure because not only did it teach kids where to get drugs, but also what it does, how much they cost, and shit like that. It was really awkward having to explain to children that, no, you should not do ex exactly what we just told you to do. Uh, we expect you to not do it, blah, 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 and so forth. Eh, I mean, if you're going to do drugs, use caution. Um, I'm, I'm going to be blunt and say that if you, um, if you do do drugs, uh, smoke a blunt, you know? Something like that, along that nature. Marijuana isn't that harmful. In fact, I, I would venture to say it's not harmful at all. That's not what today's topic is about, though. When I say drugs, I say the ones that are the boogeyman of the fucking drug world. Um, I'm not going to be talking about cocaine today or anything, but there's a brand new drug that just came out in... Let's see where it was at. Yeah, I was never going to know that by, me by memory. This new drug has come out from the People's or the Democratic Republic of the Congo, the DRC. Kinshasa. If you guys don't know about this new drug, I wouldn't be surprised. This is incredibly new. Like I did not know about it until the Misfits brought it up in their recent, um, their own recent podcast. Which, shout out to the Misfits. Um, you guys are the whole reason I started this, by the way. You guys are great. This new drug from the DRC, Bomba, the homemade drug that makes you sleep upright. You heard that right. It'll make you stand up and you'll be asleep. That's one of the effects, but apparently it's like the opposite of cocaine, where it actually takes away your energy. But unfortunately, it also kind of eats away at your brain. Leaves it like a nice Swiss cheese. And guess how it's made? I'll, I'll, I'll be... I'll be blunt. It's one of the drugs that I see how it's, um, how it's manufactured, and I don't understand how they figured that out. What they do is they get car exhaust filters from what I believe they break it down and they take out some chemicals from it and it's essentially just 
pure, what's the word? Pure pollution. Essentially, they're getting high on pollution. But the thing is, it comes out in a form. Once it's done, it's come out. It comes out in a form that's similar to cocaine, but it's a dark brown color. Um, don't do that, please. There's already some. Oh boy, I can go. I can go in all day about it. It's so crazy. Um, let's see here. What else is coming on? It looks like a brick of shit. I'm not even kidding you. Drug operation in DRC and the guy's holding a brick of what looks like uh, human feces. But I can assure you that that is Bumba. One of the drugs of tonight's topics. Because the thing is, the reason I wanted to bring it up is because I, I was inspired by Requiem for a Dream. If you guys have never seen that movie, essentially it's just three young people who, over the course of the movie, their life is destroyed by drugs and the abuse of them which in itself is a really good um a message to send sure but originally it was meant to be a horror movie it ended up just being incredibly sad the guy's mother the main character whose name i forget and don't expect me to remember things because i don't remember things that easy the main character's mother even gets addicted to pills by the end of the movie and it's really sad how fucked up they all get uh his girlfriend ends up becoming a whore and getting madly addicted to heroin uh, one of his close friends ends up in prison for life uh, because he was trying to sell cocaine, but unfortunately he got tied up with some bad guys. And him, the main character who was addicted to heroin, his arm ends up being amputated because of the um, the injection site ended up becoming madly infected. And unfortunately that led to his arm being amputated. And at the end of the movie, their whole lives are destroyed. If I spoil the movie for you, tough shit. That movie's 20 years old. Seriously, Requiem for a Dream, go watch it. So the more I look into this drug, the more I realize how dangerous it is because essentially what what most of it is is actually crushed up ceramic from the truck, which will probably fuck up your nasal passages and destroy the inside of your nose because this has a similar um, ingestion as cocaine. This is, um, I don't know, that's disturbing. Just picture it that way. Um, in case you guys, um, in case you guys don't know about it, well, now you know. I'm ma I'm mainly trying to bring up all the shit that's going on right now because it oh, okay, that's funny. <laughs> Some guy commented on um, one of the things I'm reading on Reddit is um, this just makes me feel exhausted. You clever fuck. Okay, so I was skeptical about whether or not the catalytic converter was actually an active part of the drug, but I think I figured out how it works, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, they mix it with diazepam. That's kind of why. Yeah, that... What the hell? This isn't a single drug. This is apparently a cocktail, which is far more dangerous. So, don't do Bomba if you're ever offered that in a party, because that shit's literally just car exhaust fumes. <laughs> Condensed and mixed with ceramic. Interestingly enough, how does that work? Okay, I guess it makes sense because sometimes you'll be pumping gas at a, you'll be pumping gas at a, you know, at a fuel station or you go to a gas station, whatever, and you know that nice smell of fumes coming out of the gas? And it's like, oh, okay, that's nice. But apparently it's like doing that 100,000 times over so if a hundred thousand people are filling up their gas right next to each other, please ask me. Oh my god. 
That's embarrassing. It didn't pick up on the mic, but I had the worst burp of my life just now. I'm, actu I'm actually messaging a friend right now who is far more knowledgeable on it than I am on dangerous drugs and so forth. One of them he recommended that I look up was back when people were licking frogs in order to, to hallucinate, which I think is a good thing to research, actually. Let me just pull that up real quick. All right, we got more information here. So apparently some of the people who were uh, doing that back then are still doing it now. However, they have a far different method of um, obtaining the toxins from a toad or a frog. Uh, whichever frog can secrete, let's see here, the chemical reaction is... Fuck, I just had it. Bufotenine. The fighter name. Whatever you... It's, it's spelled weird. One of those things where if I say it wrong, someone's going to correct me like, uh, actually, it's pronounced this way. You know, listen, man, you just, 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 just shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm over here doing it on my own. It'd be easier if I just read it out loud. Um, boo, fought, in. All right, you know, that, that, that works. Anyway, these people who are getting it are now, essentially what they'll do is they'll make the frog excrete it. They'll scrape it off and they'll save it for later use. And some of those people just straight up fall dead after they use it. Wh why? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I'll never understand some people's um, obsession with drug use uh, in this regard. Some of the toad-licking side effects may include hallucinations, euphoria, nausea or vomiting, anxiety, muscle weakness, cardiovascular problems, and seizures. If you lick a frog to get high and you have a seizure, how embarrassing is that going to be in front of everyone you just did it? in front of or what if you do it by yourself there's no one there to help you after that if you're licking a toe to get high and you're having a seizure well first off the first thing that's going to happen is you're going to fall on your back most likely hit your head maybe on a rock or something if you're lucky and you lick the toad and you're having a seizure and you fall and you don't hit your head on anything hard you hit your, let's say you hit some soft soil here's the thing when you're having a seizure you're going to have convulsions you're going to have foam coming out of your mouth and there's a, mis uh, there's a misnomer that comes out where people are saying, oh, you'll choke on your own tongue. That is physically impossible. That does not happen. What does happen is the amount of foam in your throat is going to clog your airways. And because you're having a seizure, you're having all these muscular um, spasms happening at once. You can't control it. You physically can't control it because your brain is essentially on 100% mode, I guess. It's... Um, it's, it's funny thinking about that too. People are like, oh, you only use 10% of your brain. Not true at all. I could go on forever talking about that, but I'm just gonna give you some basic knowledge about it. You will have no control over your body during a seizure. Everyone knows that part. But what's supposed to happen is if someone else is there and they see you having a seizure, they're supposed to flip you on your side or turn you over and make sure your head doesn't um, constantly smack against something hard. Basically, you want to get all that foam out of your mouth. But if you're doing this and you're by yourself, you're going to die, period. Because the thing is, all that foam is going to be in your mouth. You're going to be on your back, spazzing out like a fucking crazy man. Or having a seizure, basically. I don't mean to offend anyone having seizures. It deals with that. <laughs> got a family member who does. Just got to be careful. Um, but all that foam is going to clog your airways, and that, that'll be the end of it. That's where the number one... Let's see here. That's where the death comes in. As for hallucinations, that's one of the scarier parts about it because this is by no means a pleasant drug to do. Most of the hallucinations that you have can be considered a quote-unquote bad trip. 
Anyone who does LSD will know what that is. It's like a nightmare you can't wake up from, basically. Uh, and it's one you put yourself in. You don't want a bad trip, that's all I'm saying. I used to have a friend who did psychoactive drugs, and he told me about it. One of his friends, unfortunately, had a bad trip, and it kind of left him mentally scarred. He is okay now, from what I hear, but we don't, we don't talk no more, for obvious reasons. And another effect that I'm seeing here is, I'm guessing most people try to get the euphoric feeling, which there are probably other ways to do that. Please don't go around licking frogs, because you may die. There's a big chance. I love how someone's asking, is it illegal to lick a toad? No. No, it is not. It is, let's see. Oh, it is illegal to lick a toad, which is a very, very specific law, but once you read the side effects, it kind of makes sense. I mean, like, dude, why the fuck would you do that? How long after a dog licks a toad will he be affected? Okay. Now this is off the cusp a bit. This is on. This is a similar subject, but let's say, um, uh, let's say you're walking your dog and he licks a toad. Unfortunately, he is not gonna. W within 30 minutes, he will eventually result in um, effects that will severely scar him. Uh, I had a dog that actually did die this way. He didn't die right away. It took several months. It was bad. It was really bad. He ate the toad. And he inflated. He looked like a fucking beach ball with legs. It was disturbing. But eventually it swelled down. We gave him some medication for it. Um, he did end up having skin, bladder problems, and bone issues because of the amount of mass that he had gained. It was really disturbing to see. And it was even sadder when he died. Uh, he passed away recently. But it was a good dog. He was a real good dog. I wish he didn't go out that way, honestly. He was already an older dog too. So it kind of makes sense that he was experimenting. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm really fucked up, man. I shouldn't have made that joke. Um, on to another drug. Let's, let's check these out. One of the reasons that I made this uh, video as well, or fucking podcast as well. See, I'm still in YouTube mode right now. Um, one of the reasons I made it is because of um, scopolamine, which is actually one of the scariest drugs that I've ever heard of. In fact, I've started, I've started writing a book entirely about it. Um, very popular in Colombia, and specifically in the underground market. What scopolamine is entirely used for, it's not a recreational drug by any means. This is something you use on someone that you want to induce harm. Someone who, once they're under the effects of the drug for eight hours, they will do everything you tell them to do. Um, there are some medical uses for it, but not entirely. Um, it's not entirely used for that is what I mean. It's made with, um, it's made from some of the flowers of the nightshade plant, which if you don't know is um, very toxic. But scopolamine is more, more commonly found in Colombia where it's used by the, uh, again, by gangsters or people who want to rob you. What they'll do is they'll get a powdered version. It looks kind of like cocaine. A lot of these drugs look like cocaine. That's just, it's just how it is. They'll blow it in your face and then they'll leave. Once the drug effects, however, uh, they'll, they'll watch you the entire time, basically, making sure that once the drug hits, once it affects you, you're basically a zombie, and you will do everything that, um, that they'll say. The scariest thing about it is you're essentially a prisoner in your own mind. Someone else is controlling your actions, and again, uh, you'll do whatever they say. Most victims have been 
raped, robbed, or worst case scenario, one of the um, one of the oh, the worst things to happen to someone is they were somewhat conscious when it happened, but they remembered that they emptied out their bank account and they just handed it to the robbers. And the worst part is after they're done with you, they don't care about you. They'll, they'll leave. They have their money. And then you're essentially a husk of a human being, unable to move. You have no control over your actions, and you're not getting a pleasant high from this. Absolutely not. You are a shell for eight hours. Eight full hours of... Imagine standing perfectly still, just being able to breathe. And let's say you want to move your hand, maybe your nose is itchy, and you just physically can't move your hands to scratch it. You will have to endure that pain for eight hours. That is the reason that it's so scary. Imagine someone is um, using cocaine and they have this uh, scopolamine cut in with it. Once the effects kick in, they're done. They're essentially there for eight hours. No matter what they're doing, they're going to be there for eight hours. Scopolamine, however, the weirdest part about it is in some countries, they'll use it uh, on patients that are getting surgery, specifically so that their mouth doesn't foam up, which is... Um, I mean, if it works, I guess, you know? But still, that's pretty fucking terrifying. Imagine someone blows dust in your face. You have no idea what he's doing. And then in about 20 minutes, you're you're their puppet. You're their you're their their toy, essentially. You will do what they say. If they ask you to bend over and take your clothes off, you absolutely will. The worst part about it, they don't even need a weapon after that. Because you're complying with every single thing they say because they have control over your body and you do not. Scopolamine, honestly, is the fucking nightmare drug. It is one of the things that I'm absolutely terrified about if I ever go anywhere near Colombia. Because if I see someone blow powder in my face, I'm running to the fucking cops. Jesus Christ. Uh, there's a whole bunch of drugs on this list. I might not get through them all, but I'm going to get through some of the more interesting ones. Because the scopolamine is honestly on the top of my list of the ones that I'm absolutely terrified of. This is some horror movie shit. Like, through and through. One other thing about scopolamine I did not know about is that there are some governments that will actually use it as a truth serum because once they ask you questions and you're under the, the grasp of scopolamine, you're going to answer everything truthfully. Although, I don't know how much they have to give you. Basically, the same method or the most popular one known is blowing it in your face. However, I just learned that you can mix it in food or a drink and it's actually mainly used by women to rob men. So, um... Cardi B, this I just found your favorite drug. If there are any Russian viewers listening, you might actually know this one. Crocodile. Also known as black tar heroin, essentially. Uh, it's got a different name, but everyone knows it. It has the same effects as heroin, but this drug is far cheaper to get. Not only that, you will pay the price once you start using it. Because the thing is, Crocodile is given that name because of the effects that it has on human skin and flesh and bone. Basically, a crocodile um, addict is not only very obvious to spot, they will not live long. That is that is just how it works. If someone has become addicted to heroin and they no longer have the funds to obtain heroin, they will go to crocodile, which is far more dangerous because what it'll do is dry out your skin, eat away at your flesh, and eventually expose bone. It's very, very deadly. And let me tell you, some of these, some of the things that's mixed in there is actually really creepy. 
I don't know why you would inject something that has um, bits of gasoline in there as well. That's one of the main reasons that it affects you so bad. It has the same side effects as heroin, but far worse. Uh, the thing is, I hate that I'm saying this, but I would rather you, I would rather you do heroin, honestly, other than Crocodile. Um, crocodile is very popular actually right now, especially in Russia, because it's very easy to get the ingredients to make in Russia. It's actually, um, there was a Vice documentary on it where a Russian man walked into a pharmacy and he walked out with all the ingredients he needed to make it. Don't, don't do heroin. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Seriously, some of the stuff, uh, it, it chills my fucking skin seeing it because I know a lot of people are, uh, people who do these drugs, they're not going to be there by choice. They get there because of circumstance. They get there because of bad decisions made in life. But once you have crocodile in your system, you're, you're not going to live long, period. That's as blunt as I could be. You will fucking die. On to the next one, Bromo Dragonfly, essentially LSD that's been synthetically created that instead of lasting a few hours will last three days. So if you want an LSD trip uh, to last three days, you use this drug, um, but don't because the side effects are far worse. Bromo Dragonfly can actually make you vomit blood and have seizures. Keep in mind, people are using this because it's cheaper than LSD, but at the same time is... Um, but I, I think the general rule of thumb is if you're going to use a drug, at least use the regular kind. Because the thing is, if you use a quote-unquote off-brand, you're going to fucking kill yourself. Um, especially with this one. Bromo Dragonfly is going to make you vomit and have seizures. And in rare cases, will actually um, make you have... Uh, what's the word? Basically, you'll need to be amputated. Certain limbs will have to be amputated once you take the drug. It is the same effect, again, as LSD. But he, he, this is going to be something a bit off-topic. The weirdest thing about this is I'm actually going to defend LSD for once because the thing is, LSD doesn't last too long. It is unbearable to new users, but at the same time, anyone who's used it before knows it only lasts like three to four hours as opposed to three days. Because here's the thing, if you're having a bad trip, at least it won't last long. On LSD, if you use this other drug, you'll be stuck in there and you'll be stuck in a nightmare for three days. That'll fuck you up. I swear to God, that'll fuck you up bad. That is not something you want to do for fun, uh, even if you don't have enough money for LSD, which just don't do drugs, period. You know, I say this like, I say this like I'm a saint. No, I am absolutely not a saint. I'll tell you that much. Hell no, I am not a saint. Fuck that. Why am I saying this? This next one I know about, and before I go into detail, do not judge me, because this one is popular amongst the youth in Africa. I don't know if it still is. It was back when I first heard of it. It might still be because it's so easy to make. You ever heard of Jankum? Well, I'm about to ruin your night because here's the thing. Jankum is made by pissing and shitting in a bottle and letting it ferment. I'm not going to go into details to how to do it, how long, or any of that stuff because quote me on this. Do not do drugs. But Jankum is essentially done when all the, all the fumes come out and you inhale them. And then you trip for about eight hours. But if you're so desperate that you're huffing your own shit, by all means, just just go out clubbing. I don't know, man. Go out, grab some beers. Do anything other than that. Jankum is disgusting, honestly. Especially if you do it wrong. Because the worst part about it is if you do it wrong, you're essentially slurping your own feces. Um, Don't do that. Please. Just stop. 
Uh, in fact, if you're hearing this and you're writing down a list of drugs you should try, just don't. This is entirely for the opposite purpose. This is so you stay away from drugs um, for obvious reasons. Seriously, I, I really shouldn't have to go into detail on why you shouldn't huff your own shit. Are you kidding me? I see you right now. Put down the bottle. You're not going to shit in there, I swear. Man, you know what? What's the point of beating around the bush? Everyone knows the number one da most dangerous drug right now. Everyone knows what's been going on, especially if you're from the Central Valley. Anyone listening from Fresno is going to know exactly what I'm going to talk about next. I can't even... I, I, I can't even go into detail because the thing is, everyone knows about it. I'm talking about meth. If you know anyone who's doing meth, try to get them off this stuff because this stuff is just going to ruin your life. Here's the thing, right? I could go into details about ghost stories that might not have happened or might have happened. Paranormal shit. I could go into hauntings. I could go into more drugs and stuff like that. Basically, what am I trying to do with this specific episode of the podcast? Well... There is no greater horror than reality itself. You can quote me on that. But, but the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because just and anyone in the area, drive to Fresno. Just walk around a bit and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. The drug epidemic is, I'm not even going to say it's at an all-time high. I don't think we'll ever get down from this. I am no longer optimistic about helping those people out who are strung out in the streets of Fresno. Anyone listening from Fresno right now, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Every time I go there, there's always a drug deal happening just near me or some crackhead is just fucking going crazy. It's, it, it's there, you know? It's there. Everyone's fucking up their lives by doing it constantly, going over the top. I could go on about drugs over and over again, and it won't do shit. But I think that's one of the scariest things that I could tell you. Is I'll look you in the face and I'll tell you, this drug epidemic that's currently happening isn't going to go away. It's only going to get worse and worse. And those crackheads, they don't keep to themselves. You know what they'll do? Any crackhead who's worth his salt, any crackhead who's desperate enough is just going to rob anyone, you know? Maybe they'll just steal your car stereo if you're lucky. Maybe the whole car if you're unlucky. Rob you at gunpoint. They'll do anything for another hit of that sweet, dank crystal. Whatever the fuck you're calling it, I don't care. He gets out of the loop by am by how I'm talking about this. Um. Anyway, this episode's gonna be a bit shorter. I am gonna have to upload it and do a bunch of shit on the computer because RSS was fucking up. But I think out of every drug that I could talk about, Crack is currently the worst one because it's also the easiest to get. Apparently, it's only like $10 for three days worth now. So, it's fucked up. It's really bad. Seriously, the, the drug epidemic is something that I'm concerned about because I used to be a pharmacy technician and all I would see is um, abuse of medication. Really brings you down. I had to get out of the fucking pharmacy business. I don't even care about everything that I saw back then because I know it just got worse with time. That was years ago, and I still remember it. Fucking waking up in cold sweat and shit. Uh, no, not really. I really don't give a shit. Um, reality itself sucks sometimes. Um, 
You don't gotta make it worse by fucking up your life with some drugs. If you are gonna do them, be careful. Know your dosage, know where you're getting them from. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm waiting for this bill to pass in, in a federal level so that marijuana is federally legal. And I think that'd be cool. No, um, my fucking voice just cracked. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this episode of the podcast. I know it's a bit shorter. I'm trying to pump these out, but I've been really busy at work lately. Um, that's really about it. That's all I got to say um, about today's podcast. However, before I leave, I think I mentioned it in the previous one, but my Instagram has recently changed names. It is now Meat Wheat Pod. Uh, Meat Wheat Pod um, on Instagram. If you want to follow me or, my, you know, my DMs are always open. You guys can um, message me with anything. Maybe you want to fucking... Um, What's the word? Give me an idea for a podcast or every now and then I'll have a questionnaire and you guys can leave me your responses. For example, recently, Evil Nick or the Evil Nick Experience on Instagram. I asked him recently, how many guitar strings do you think you can eat? The answer was six. Used guitar strings. Evil Nick can eat six guitar strings. I mean, I'll hold them to it. Definitely. I got some guitar strings right now on my acoustic. I'm going to replace them soon and <laughs> I'm going to San Francisco, buddy. I'm going to see you there. Probably. You never know. There's only one way to know. Why am I whispering into the mic? Anyway, this this episode's gone on long enough. Uh, I'm talking about bullshit. But no. Um, stay away from drugs. Keep your kids away from drugs. And if you are going to do a drug, just do marijuana. Everyone loves it. That's, that's the base right now. Everyone fucking loves that stuff. I used to do it. I'm not as big of a pothead as I used to be. I can't anymore because of my job. But if that federal law gets passed, you bet you bet your ass your boy's gonna be doing edibles again. <laughs> what am I going on off? I'm on like six cups of coffee right now, dude. I have no idea. Alright, that's gonna do it for today's episode. Um uh, see you guys later. Hopefully RSS doesn't give me any more problems later because now I have to fix shit on my own. Thanks, RSS. Alright, see ya.